0: You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast. As usual, we kick off with a sense of how the markets have been performing. And for once, I get to have a very good conversation uh, because I'm joined on the line by a skulk low uh, uh, Wealth Manager at PSG Old Oak. And every time Skulk and I have a conversation, it seems the markets have a bad day. Today for once, resources have a good day. Top 40 closed out in the green. U.S. markets are in the green. Gold is at $2,000. The rand is below 19 rand. And there's nothing Skulk can blame me for. Good evening, Skulk. How are you? (laughs) How (laughs) are (laughs) you? Good evening, Jimmy, and good evening to all the
1: FM listeners. Yes, you kept the market up, but only just. It's the week of love. And, uh, yeah, markets and, 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 and economic data hasn't been giving us a, a lot of love lately. And I think, um, you know, seeing it, it's the week of red roses and red hearts, it's just so fitting that the, the economic data coming out from major economies is also red. And not just for the first time. It's for the second quarter in a row, which, Jimmy, if I'm not you know, mistaken, that's a technical recession. Well, I'm referring to Japan,
0: and and um, the, the UK, bang bang into a recession. Well, to be fair, Japan. I mean, I don't know if anyone really pays attention to Japanese recessions. They go through them, and then the recession is a tenth of a percent, and there's not really a lot of concern. Japan has got such a strange economy and such a strange dynamic that uh, they almost function as, as as their own thing. And you mentioned the, the recession conversation, and I wonder how that's going to play out now um, with, okay, the UK and, and, and other EU um countries might be going through these difficult times. But we can't ignore the other data that came out this week as well on Tuesday was uh, Mm. US numbers, US uh, numbers at 3.7% on or 3.1% on inflation as opposed to 2.9%. That had its effect on the market as well. So clearly, as you said, major economies and major data points are showing that we're not all in the clear yet.
1: Curiouser and curiouser. Let's go down this rabbit hole, to Jimmy, because you've you've opened this now. So let's <laughs> go down. Let's go down, because remember, you know, we we you know, reserve banks or central banks globally, they've got two main indicators. Usually, they say, well, they they, they basically just focused on inflation, and I know they are, but there's actually another 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 indicator that is highly dependent on these, for for these central banks, and that's economic growth now we, we we've we've heard it numerous times over the, the past few months that central banks won't start they you know they decreasing or or cutting cycle before they don't feel they've got inflation under control but I'd like to add a big butt you know massive massive button to this because the moment economies go into recessions in the moment economies go into an environment where suddenly unemployment starts rising then you sort of get get pressure from from your uh, political parties you get pressure you know from 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 your uh, consumers your people in the country saying well w- w- we're struggling our economy is not growing you need to do something and the only thing central banks got is is that you know interest rate get a hike or, or or cut I do believe and i I've, can I've often say that we've seen it in, in in the late 70s beginning 80s you know where we've had that stagflation environment we had we had inflation but they just got to a point where the economy was shrinking and shrinking to such an extent where they had to had to decrease the, the, the interest rate again which created that sort of second trans inflation so I do think this is maybe just one swallow we're not going to call this summer yet mm. um, but Japan, it's part of the G7. We've got the UK part of the G7. They're in technical recession. And I'm gonna be really, really interesting, interested to see what the Fed is gonna be guiding for the next few weeks. We also saw you're 100 percent right. We saw that the inflation figures came out a lot hotter than than was 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 you know expected. But I, I, I'm not surprised, Jimmy. I mean, you, you're not going to have oil tankers sail all the all around the South Point of Africa to get oil on the other side of the world and not not create inflation. Absolutely. So that's that's to me is, is a no brainer. But you starting to see it. I mean, today the U.S. brought out their manufacturing production, um, expected a positive a positive growth uh, for month on a month of 0.3 and and year on year of. manufacturing production coming out minus 0.5 and minus 0.9 year on year that's a bit of a surprise and you can see markets markets are a little bit it's it's typically this good news is bad news things and and earlier this week we had bad news is bad news but today again you can see markets are sort of don't know where to go this was bad news the uh, recession coming from, from Japan and the UK, bad news. And you said it, markets in the green. I'm not so, you know, you confident that we're gonna we're gonna close in the green. I think market's gonna digest this and this is gonna be an interesting day.
0: By the rumor, sell the fact. As you mentioned this, um, I I had a quick squiz at the Japanese unemployment rate. And you mentioned uh, this, obviously, Skulk, saying that when we go into things like a technical recession, it puts pressure on the government, uh, unemployment rises and all of that. And Japan's unemployment rate is at 2.64%. It's even lower than the US's. Uh, And I don't know if they're really too concerned at this point. I think, again, Japan seems to be one of those regions that just does its own thing, functions on its own accord as a developed economy. But... The important thing that you stress is that they are part of the G7, which means that when uh, the U.S. is looking at other G7 members, they're going to say, OK, how is the rest of the block performing? Are we considering that? Are we not considering that? Um, and maybe use the G7 region as a forecast for their own economy. But to be fair, the, the U.S. economy went through that excessive, excessive stimulus uh, in mm. the in the pandemic. And I don't think we ever saw any other economy or any other country come I- even closer. To that, so maybe it 's taking a bit longer for the u s to to go through uh, the motions around that and to feel the full effects of that, um, but to your point uh, skulk the the market 's not going to wait for this. the market 's been trying to figure these things out, and we saw it earlier in the week it 's been yes, no, yes, no, are we, are we going anywhere? But the South African market hasn 't really moved that much either. I mean, we had a very good day on uh, resource counters today, first in a very long time, uh, where we can actually sit back and say, resources where other markets weren 't performing so well did well, and surprising there for me was pgms platinum counters. Mm.
1: But boy, oh boy, Jamie, I mean, yeah, it, you know, does I say even a dead cat bounce? I mean, <laughs> and for the listeners out there, please, I'm I'm not talking about a little lit, literally, but I mean they have got a sign that says or even a dead cat bounce. I mean, <laughs> these these um these PGMs. I mean, this was the closest level I've seen palladium uh, relative to to platinum ever. I mean, this is this they literally tra- trading on on par lately, um and and massive massive sell off in, in most PGMs. I mean, we're not even going to talk about road so I, I think slight, slight kickback. I think also there's some murmurs going around more and more. You know, big fund managers are coming out of the Woodward saying, "Well, China, China seems a little bit uh, oversold." When you look at the data coming from LVMH, you know, Richmonds, and all those things, it does seem that the the, the the Chinese economy is sort of maybe at a turn um big fund managers taking positions big positions in, in china and that's always a very very good sign for commodities in general but not good for south 32 today i mean what a pullback um in terms of results i don't know if you've seen that Do you when there's a um when you look at look at the um they 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 uh, i mean that was down massively earnings per share down 93 uh, 93%. I mean that's Oof. that's pretty much everything. Yeah yeah yeah. Five five hundred and sixty last year down to forty cents, and pretty much you lost all your dividend um, dividends also down ninety two percent and I think the most important thing that I read you know th- in in their results were that they, they said they are going to temporarily stop their buyback program and we 've seen that this was sort of the norm something that happened constantly companies coming out, a lot of these mining companies coming out over the past twelve months and it 's going really well, a lot of free cash flow, not seeing a lot of opportunities, and we 're buying back our own shares today south 32 said that's it for now we are cancelling the buyback for now because we're not doing well enough and as you mentioned i mean much lower average aluminium prices much lower average nickel prices manganese coal i mean coal just sort of sort of luckily they had they had um, the silver and, and copper in the in the portfolio which which sort of um, helped them not wipe out all their all their earnings and going into a loss but As you mentioned, definitely a lot of these shiny, shiny type of um, commodities with the exception of gold. They, uh, they took a bit of a hammering over the past few months.
0: And I like that you bring up the gold one because as South32 reported uh, their losses and all of that I remember I had a conversation with Neil Pretorius yesterday from DRD Gold on his interim results and at interim stage he said to me uh, he's got a billion and a half sitting in the bank just sitting there but we'll leave it at that Skulk. <laughs> Thanks so much for mm-hmm. the insights. Uh, I think you and I need to dig into these commodities counters um, but we have budget next week. It's going to be a big week and we'll, we'll dig into that as well and see how that affects us. Thanks uh, for the insights as always. That's Skulk Lowe, Wealth Manager at PSG Old Oak on the market movements throughout the day. Some surprises uh, to the upside, but also some surprises to the downside.
1: You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.